Hello, everyone. It's time for Vanish Chicagoland Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pico Stanis. This is episode 221, season 9. Today's date is May 20th, 2023, and welcome to the show. On today's program, I will talk about my memories of playing these two board games. Uh, they were from the same company, the Koner company, that is. Uh, first one is Trouble and Headache, and I played those games uh, when I was a kid in the 1970s in Chicago. And the second topic I will discuss is Bananas Magazine. <laughs> oh boy, this, this, this is gonna be a riot. <laughs> so I will get started on the show, uh, but first the program will go into a commercial break. And this program is brought to you by Rolades Antacid. And here's a commercial from 1976. So, Rolaids spells relief. R-O-L-A-I-D-S. <laughs> so sit back and relax, and I'll be right back with the program. Thank you, everyone. How do you spell relief? When I get acid indigestion, I spell relief. R-O-L-A-I-D-S. For heartburn, R-O-L-A-I-D-S. Rolade spells relief. In this test with Rolade's active ingredient, laboratory acid changes color to prove Rolade's consumes 47 times its weight in excess stomach acid. How do you spell relief? For gas, I spell it R-O-L-A-I-D-S. Rolade spells relief. Fast relief. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Rolaids. Spells relief. R-O-L-A-I-D-S. I can't even spell it correctly. Sorry. Um, this product is still around. Um, let's see. So it was uh, introduced in 1954. And uh, those commercials were legendary. Uh, probably starting from the... Radio, television, but uh, they were very prominent in the 70s and 80s. I used to see them in prime time when I watched on Channel 2, Channel 5, Channel 7 in Chicago. Uh, actually, uh, I, when I get that kind of uh, condition, you know, upset stomach or, or uh, heartburn, I use Tums. Uh, Rolaids I never used that much, you know. Uh, I remember the original flavor, they weren't that taste, it wasn't that tasty. <laughs> uh, 
I used to see them on display in uh, drugstores or grocery stores. Like, for example, uh, the drugstores, uh, it was Edwards Drugstore on West 79th Street in Chicago, right near my house in Ashburn. Also, Crestline Pharmacy, uh, right next to the Tums and the, believe it or not, certs. <laughs> you know, all the candies like that and lifesavers. And also at grocery stores like a Jewel, Dominic's. Yeah, you see them uh, when you're at the checkout line. You have the candy. They still have those. You know, they, they tempt you. You want to buy a candy bar, something like that. And there was a recall or something around eh, over 10 years ago. I don't know what happened, but uh, they took it. They took it off the the market and then it returned about 10 years later so it was about 2010 so everything's fine now also they come in bottles like that and their tagline of course is how, how that's how you spell relief you know and that's uh, that's stuck in my mind and i'm sure from other people's as well but now they come in other flavors uh you know like uh that was the peppermint one the original one i'm not crazy about peppermint not experiment but they come in cherry, fresh mint, fruit, tropical punch, cool mint, berry, and apple. Thank goodness for that. <laughs> okay. At the beginning of the program, I said I was gonna, I'm going to talk about my memories of playing these board games, Trouble and Headache. Also, I'll discuss about Bananas Magazine. Uh, before I get started, I want to mention... Uh, one or two things uh, with the Bananas magazine. Someone emailed me and said, will you please talk about this magazine? You know, I grew up with this when I was a kid in the 70s. I, I read it all the time. And I said, sure, okay, I'll, I will do that because I did uh, another magazine like a few episodes before. I talked about Dynamite magazine, which came out uh, around the same time. Uh, I'm sure it's from the same place. I'm not sure. <laughs> But uh, actually, to tell you the truth, I didn't read Bananas that much, So, uh, but I read Dynamite magazine. I went into more de- in-depth of that, which is kind of nice. Then, but that, that was more fun. I mean, that seeing the celebrities on the covers. Mm-hmm. And then uh, let's see what else happened this week. Uh, not really. Uh, one... It was one person that emailed me and said, oh, whatever you do, don't stop. Don't, don't stop with the podcast. I, I love listening to it. I uh, I do my run when I listen to your podcast, like he just uh, does a jog, which is kind of cool. Or someone says, hey, I'm on my Peloton and, and listen to your podcast. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> and he asked me, uh, why don't you get one for yourself? You're into this health kick. And I said, I, I, I don't think so. First of all, one, it's expensive. Second of all, it's uh, there's no room f- for me to put it in. The, the, you know, I don't want that. It's uh, I heard it could be recalled. So uh, I hope everything's settled with that. I like bike riding, but I'd rather go outside and ride a bike. I haven't rode a bike since I was a teenager. So maybe I'll take it up again. You know when the weather's nice because it's i love to ride around in a neighborhood not be stuck in the basement <laughs> riding a bike but uh you know times have changed 
but uh, still, there, there's no room for me to put it in there. You know, it's a good product, and then it's you know it's electronic. You know, you see other people, and you see how many miles you do, and all that. That's fine. Okay. All right. So let's get started on the uh, the board games. Uh, first one. We're going to talk about trouble. Now, this uh, this uh, game was introduced in 1965 uh, from the uh, Koner Company, and uh, in the UK it's called Frustration, and in in Finland, uh, yeah, it's called Frustration. And uh, the object of the game is you have uh, you have four. Or maybe two. No, you have four players. You could play with two, uh, two to four players, and then you get these pegs, you know, these four pieces. And then in the middle of the game is like a dome. It's dome shaped. It's like a glass dome, and there's a die, <laughs> single singular for dice. <laughs> okay, and it had these numbers on that. It's one through six, and it was a device called Popomatic. Oh, I love that sound. I miss that sound. And I used to play it all the time without even playing the game. You know, <laughs> like that. And then, you know, when you buy this game, you can actually play. You can actually pop a Matic, like, inside the box. You could do that. And then uh, later on, uh, it, it was developed by the Koner Brothers. Uh, their names were Frank and Paul, yeah. and uh, it was like a sort of loosely based on Pachisi, you know, like Parchi, a Pachisi, or is it Parchisi? It's Pachisi, you know, from India. And uh, so I'll give you my memories of that game. Uh, when I lived in Roseland, neighborhood in Chicago in the early 1970s, I asked my mom, can I please get this game? I saw it, I saw a commercial on TV and it looked like a lot of fun. And I was fascinated by the Pop-O-Matic. <laughs> she said, okay. I think she bought it at uh, People's Store, Gately's People's Store, on uh, right near our apartment building, 112th Street and Michigan. I think she bought it that, or there was uh, some toy store. It was a toy store right across the street. There was a one on the corner. I forgot the name of it. I'm not sure exactly, but she did buy it, and uh, it was fascinating. So I played with my brothers, uh, two of my brothers, that is, and uh, we played for like a long time. We got bored with it, but uh, so the object of the game is so you have these pieces, and then if you different colors, like that like it's red, green, blue, and yellow. And uh, you line them up uh, like that. And the object game is you try to line them, uh, you try to, when you hit the die of how many moves, you, let's say you hit a three and you go one, two, three, and then you want to line up. So you get them lined across by there. So each of those. Uh, if you uh, hit your opponent's uh, piece, uh, they go back at the beginning. They do that. And if you hit a six, you uh, you play twice. You get an extra turn, like that. So that's kind of cool, like that. And uh, so that was fine. And uh, the game is still around. 
uh, Hasbro. Uh, it was later bought by Milton Bradley, you know, famous for their board games. And then now it's part of Hasbro. And uh, you can still buy it uh, anywhere. You can buy it at Walmart, Target, you can order at Amazon.com. You know, they, I'm sure they sold it at Toys R Us many times, even before Children's uh, Bargain Town probably had this game. I'm sure they did. Or any department store that had a toy, toy department, like Sears, uh, JCPenney, uh, Mar maybe Marshall Fields, Weebolts, probably did. Uh, so, so that's, uh, that's what I'm trying to remember because I love that game. So that was... Uh, so that was kind of fun. I really like it. And uh, I'm going to play. I found a commercial for Trouble. And I will play that. But first, I'll talk about Headache uh, really quickly. So, Headache it was similar to that, only you don't use um, it's not these uh, pegs, they're not plastic, they are cones. And uh, so you hit the Pop-O-Matic, but the thing is, the die had not just the die, they had the, you know, they had the numbers one through six. Also, they had, uh, they had uh, another die, it was uh, the different colors, you know, red, yellow, green, and blue. Uh, see, that, that was introduced in 1968, same company from the Koner Brothers, and then, uh, Milton Bradley brought those, so uh, I did buy, I did have Headache, too, and I'm sure my mom bought it from the same place. And uh, it was a starting point a starting point for each of the four colors, and then you had, what, what, the object of the game is if, if you stack up all your cones, you know, you win the game. So that's, uh, that's kind of fun, like that. And uh, so right now I'm going to play the commercial for Pop-O-Matic. Uh, this is for Trouble, you know, Trouble, you know, with the Pop-O-Matic uh, device. <laughs> this is from 1970. So sit back and enjoy, and I'll be right back. Thank you, everyone. Have you got trouble? Wait, don't run. This kind of trouble is lots of fun. Pop-O-Matic pops the dice, pop the six, and you move twice. Race your men around the track and try to send the others back. That's Pop-O-Matic trouble. The game is fun for dad and mother, and sis can trouble her mean old brother. Trouble, trouble, that's the name of Koner's Pop-O-Matic game. The most exciting chase game that makes trouble fun for everyone. Get Koner's Pop-O-Matic game. Trouble, that's the name. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay, everyone, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for um, Trouble Pop-O-Matic Game. Uh, unfortunately, I couldn't find a commercial for Headache. I wanted a vin I think there's one, but I want a vintage one. You know, that came out, but uh, couldn't find one. 
You know, you get that thrill when you're a child and you want a board game so badly. You saw it on TV or you were out with your parents and you see them on display and you want to say to your your mom and dad, I want to buy this game. I really do. And it's thrill. And then uh, sometimes they say, no, it's expensive. Or do you, or they say, you have enough games, you know, like that. You get disappointed as a child. Uh, that's happened to me a couple of times when I was a kid. But most of the time, most of the time I did get games. I really did. And uh, that's what makes uh, those memories wonderful. Um, not just board games, but certain types of toys, you know, for Fish, Fisher Price or Tonka toys. Or like any other uh, game, toys and games, like for example, dominoes, like that, or yo-yos. That's good, you know, like Dunkin' yo-yos. Maybe I'll talk about that someday, like that. So, like I said before, these games are available uh, if you want to relive your childhood. Uh, from the comments I got from people yesterday when I posted this, or was it a couple of days ago? They said uh, they still have the games and they still uh, play with their children. They play with their grandchildren, which is wonderful. I'm glad this this generation does. <laughs> They're too busy on the phones, you know. That's not the same. You got you have to play an actual game, you know. That's what that's what matters, you know. Yeah, the playing on a phone or a tablet it's convenient, but that's nah, for me. It's not good for my eyes. So, rather be in person. You know, like on a dining room table, like that, to play. Or on the kitchen table, you know, just play games. Like Trader the Pursuit. Okay. Next up, I'm going to talk about Bananas Magazine. Ah, like I said before, someone sent me a message and said, why don't you do this magazine? Please do this one for me. I I grew up with this magazine. I loved it. And I said, okay, I, I will do one because uh, a few ep episodes back, I talked about Dynamite Magazine, which I did uh, I did buy that when I was a child. I got it from uh, when I went to Correus Elementary School in the 1970s. And they had those book clubs. I think that's what they're called. And then uh, you would get an order form from your teacher. You would check off which books you want, and you get the money from your parents. And uh, I got a couple books, but I always wanted that magazine. I think I'm the only one that got that, which is <laughs> odd. But uh, I don't remember exactly if Bananas was there. Not I'm not sure. Dynamite, of course, was there, but not Bananas. So, so anyway, uh, Bananas Magazine was a Scholastic Tea Magazine. And it was published, of course, by the Scholastic Incorporated. You know, they were like uh, in competition with that. And uh, what's best about these, um, they were entertaining, but not dirty. You know, it's for kids and teenagers. And uh, what consisted of these magazines was the same thing as Dynamite. They had articles, some were funny, uh, interviews with celebrities, comic strips, jokes, you know, trying to be like uh, mad or cracked magazines. Uh, but yeah, but those are funnier. <laughs> and uh, the editor of the those magazines was... Uh, his name was Bob Stein, 
who would gain fame as r the writer R.L. Stein. And uh, he's wrote these scary books of goosebumps. I never read those books. But I heard they were good, you know, but not too scary, but scary enough for kids like that. And uh, let's see what else. So I'm going to give you a lowdown on the cover. So let's see. The first cover of Bananas Magazine was, uh, was Jimmy Walker from Good Times, Dino Might, and also Freddie Prinze from Chico and the Man. <laughs> I love that show. That's hilarious. Looking good. <laughs> Used to say that all the time. <laughs> so uh, on the cover, they, they had these two guys uh, like back to back holding uh, bananas in each hand. <laughs> so that's funny. Other celebrities were on the covers were uh, the Beatles. Uh, you have, uh, let's see, uh, Bo and Luke. Um, uh, Hazard from the Dukes of Hazards, also the Fonz, you know, Henry Winkler. Also, uh, Welcome Back, Carter. They had all the actors, of course, you know, the Sweat Hogs. Charlie's Angels, that's the one I posted yesterday, you know. Also, Charlie's, you know, Charlie's Angels. Uh, also, but uh, there was also not uh, some issues uh, featured the uh, individuals you know the individuals from charlie's angels like jacqueline smith kate jackson fair fawcett of course cheryl ladd you know that replaced Farrah. also three's company you know that with john ritter joyce dewitt and suzanne summers then Joy, then suzanne summers was on uh by herself on a cover the second issue was on bananas was robert blake who who then starred as beretta you know he just died a few months ago so that's a shame but uh there he was so i, I heard that sought after you know it's very popular <laughs> like that uh, let's see who else um they had wonder woman you know linda carter they had uh, the bionic woman lucy wagner like that also another uh, Charlie's Angels with Shelley Hack who replaced K Kate Jackson. We had her, uh, Cheryl Teagues, uh, the famous model. Yeah, she was very famous at the time. Very pretty lady. She's still pretty, really. Uh, and also, uh, let's see what else they had. Uh, they had John Denver. You know, they had Lonnie Anderson. They had. Uh, uh, Superman. They also had uh, Dolly Parton, which is amazing. Yeah, that's kind of cool, like that. Uh, Eric Estrada from Chips. <laughs> I think they had the A Team, Mr. T. Uh, let's see. Also, they had John Belushi, uh, Mork and Mindy. You know, starred Robin Williams and Pam Dauber, like that. Uh, I don't know about Laverne and Shirley. I don't know if they had that. Uh, also, they had uh, the fiftieth and fiftieth issue. They had uh, Tony Geary from General Hospital, which means uh, I think that was the time where Luke and Laura got married in nineteen eighty one. That was a big deal. It really was a really big deal, like that. Also, Gary Coleman from Different Strokes. You know, they they had him there. Um, 
let's see what else they had. Um, I think they had Knight Rider. I think no, I don't think so. No. <laughs> oh, they had the cast of Taxi. You know, the show started in nineteen seventy-eight, like that. Um, oh, they had the Facts of Life. You know, with Charlotte Ray. You know, Mrs. Garrett. <laughs> And uh, Magnum P.I., you know, starred Tom Selleck. Also, they had a cover of Pac-Man, you know, that came out in, 90, in 1982. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Like also, the Bee Gees, you know, when disco was king back then. Oh, <laughs> they, had, they, had, uh, they had them, of course, like that. And uh, let's see. They also had uh, a yearbook, like Bananas Yearbook. You know, that's probably like a year in review, something like that. Also, they had uh, Gilda Radner from Saturday Night Live. Uh, they have Emily Latella. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> she was wonderful. I miss her. <laughs> I do. And let's see what else. Uh, doo -doo -doo -doo. They had Dallas, you know. To, to start Larry Hagman and all the cast. Oh, they were great. I really did. Let's see. And uh, they had Starskin Hutch. That's kind of cool. I'm trying to think what, who else? Uh, I guess that's it. That's all I could find. Uh, oh, they had Donna Summer. You know, from the disco age. Also Star Wars. Yeah, they had, and there's a cover with, uh, uh, with the uh, Darth Vader. That's kind of nice. That, that must be a collectible. That really is a collectible. I'm sure it is a collectible like that. And anyway, the magazine ran up to maybe the early 1980s. About 1983 or so. You know, I mean, but uh, there's still... Like I said, they're very collectible. You can find them on eBay if you can't. If you can't, I'm sure they're there. You know, if you're interested in a certain celebrity that you're a big fan, you know, snatch it up and buy it. You know, everyone has a favorite like that. Let's see who else we got, and then uh, I will end the show. Let's see who else? Uh, no, I think that's it. Yeah. That's it. Okay. So uh, that woman that sent me the email, you got your wish. So I am. Uh, so Bananas Magazine has been discussed on Van Chicago and Stories. <laughs> that's good. Okay. So that's it for this episode. Uh, I'll do a recap of what I talked about. I talked about my memories of trouble and headache board games uh, with the Pop-O-Matic from the Koner Company. Uh also, Bananas Magazine uh, that came out in the mid 1970s. I think it came out in 1976. I'm, I'm sorry, I failed, to, I failed to mention that. You know, that's uh, just around the same time Dynamite did. I think Dynamite came out in 75. Like that. Let's see, did 75? 74, excuse me. Oh, yeah, it came earlier. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it did. Yeah, let me see when Bananas came out. I just want to make sure. I don't think it was 74. No. So, uh, yeah, I think after that. Yeah, I think it was 75, 
75. It came a year later. So that's good. There were other, uh, if you remember other teen magazines like uh, Teen Beat or 16. <laughs> Used to see those all the time. Like that on display. So that's nice. Now, uh, I don't know if they do teen magazines now today. You know, for example, I'm not sure. Probably. I don't know. I haven't paid attention to them. Um, that's okay. All right. So this is Pico Steiners, your host for Revenge Chicago and Stories, the podcast. Uh, thank you for joining me. I had a wonderful time. Uh, the next episode will come probably Tuesday, and that will be episode 222. <laughs> and no, I am not going to talk about Room 222, the TV show. <laughs> well, maybe I'll mention it. You know, that starred uh, Karen Valentine and, jo- and Michael Constantine. <laughs> I used to watch it in the 70s. First on Channel 7 and then on uh, Channel 44. When Channel 44 had American programming. So that'd be kind of... I'm a, I will mention that. Okay. So here's bye-bye for me. And here's Ray Rayner with a little traveling music saying bye-bye-bye. Take, take care, everyone, and have a wonderful weekend. Okay. So, so long. <laughs> we have to go. Bye-bye-bye.